All right. We are recording. Uh, why, uh, why are you so sore? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do sleepy. the listeners know that you're I'm a CrossFit guy, that I'm in amazing shape? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they do. Well, now they They'll just have to imagine a bronze even, god. Imagine yeah. how you imagined Tyler before, god. but just more muscly. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that meme? It's like, the first rule about CrossFit is always talk about CrossFit. Yep. <laughs> the second rule. Hey, I don't know if you guys know this, but I go to CrossFit. No big deal. We know. On that Yuseke uh, cooking show, he's like, now that you're eating keto, all you have to do is work that into every conversation you have with things like, hey, do you remember that time I was on keto, which is right now? It's <laughs> a good call. All right, well, I'm Tyler. I'm Lenny. And this is the Lenny and Tyler show. And tonight we have very special guests. We have, of course, the lovely Jaxie Howes. Oh. And Gus and Macy Goldberg. Hi. Hello. And we're all hanging out after having some delicious quinoa tacos at the Howes house. I like to call it beanwa tacos. Ah, beanwa tacos. There's meat in it too, but were there beans also? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there were black beans. Yeah. Yep. And you know, after my CrossFit workout, the, right? You the really want to really good. It's all about those macros, I think, right? Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> you haven't got to that. That's the next level CrossFit. <laughs> Somebody told me what wad meant the other day. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Even I knew that. Uh, uh, I was like. Oh yeah, a lot of people have been saying that. <laughs> a lot of this is an uncomfortable word. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what it is, Lenny? Uh, I did at one point. Um, did you get your wad in today? Yeah, I don't remember this. <laughs> wow. Do you guys know? No, it's a really uncomfortable sounding word. It's a, I believe, right? It's the workout of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I was thinking an A. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Workout of the day. My yeah, sister was a CrossFitter like, for yeah. years, and she was like, oh, today's wad is so hard. And I was like, the what is? <laughs> I'm Excuse sorry. Me? That's gross. Should be wood. Should be wood. <laughs> wood. Should get your wood in? <laughs> that's why they call that's, it wad. That's, oh, okay. That was, and we arrived so at why. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh-huh. That's why they chose to go in wad. Okay, uh, do we have a, do we have a Jackson minute? You guys, will you refresh my memory? What you guys, oh, we're talking about last, was that the Jason mm-hmm. podcast? Yeah. I'm trying to think. It was just a, it was good to chat about friends being, like, inviting themselves over, kind of, and, and helping you when you need help. You know, oh, yeah. you were saying, like, Karen and, and Brian came over to help mm-hmm. you paint. Yeah. And just people stopping by that, you know. With invitation, but also, like, it's cool to just have people drop in. Yeah. Yeah. Like now. Yeah. Everybody here. I, I've i been uh, doing the un, um, unannounced drop-bys uh, drop to yeah. people. I've, so far, I've done it to Karen and Brian, and 
Parker Brown. <laughs> nice. Where you just show up roll up just, and they just don't roll up. no text ahead, no nothing. <clears throat> nothing. Yeah. How's it been received? Dude, Karin and Brian were so stoked. They yeah. loved it. And so did Parker. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And you just kind of invite yourself in? Or how do you uh, I just Okay, so with Karin and Brian I didn't show up with anything. Um but they just <laughs> I just wanted to say hi. Yeah. And, like, if they're not, if it's not a good time, it's like, okay, great. Like. Yeah. Um, and then with Parker, I was like, well, I'll just, I'll bring, I'll get a bottle of wine. And yeah. Like, after my workout. Right, you know, after the wad. The wad. After my wad. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Thought, like, oh, I'll just go have a glass of wine with Parker if he wants to. And Lenny and I so. have always wanted to, uh, Bring oh, breakfast yeah. over at midnight to somebody's reference <laughs> house and just like knock and be like, "We got stuff for French toast ready," and like just do like the spontaneous brunching. Middle of the night, oh my yeah. Gosh. yeah. Dibs. That sounds so fun. Stop yeah, and we were like, "Yeah, me. but you'd be like, oh man, I'm so tired the next day," and so. But it would be one of those things you'd have to tell people. We will talk about this for a long time. You can be <laughs> tired for four or five days because of French toast. <laughs> yes. Deal with it. We're but here. then we thought of it, and then, like, it's hard with kids. You're like, mm-hmm. well, then, okay, we need yeah. a sitter? <laughs> How do we, like, we just... Can you come over at Yeah, right? Like, hey, totally. guys, come on over. <laughs> no just one's like, coming over. <laughs> just bring oh, the whole... Just bring the, the whole, whole plan. Oh, yeah, man. Keep, out, keep them all up super They're all just so tired. <laughs> <They're> like, uh, <laughs> oh, man, they'd be no. so excited. If we woke them up and we were like, we're going to go have French toast with our friends, they'd be like, what? Really? Yeah. Emma would be like, what? Yeah, Emma would be excited. Elliot would probably sleep through the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's cool. I like that idea. My mom used to talk about um, nobody ever comes over for tea anymore. And mm. I think even when she was young, her mom would be like, so-and-so just literally would drop by mm-hmm. unannounced and be like, quick, grab a snack, put the kettle on, like, do, like... And stop what you're doing and have a conversation with these people. And yeah. We just don't do that anymore. It's kind of my whole job. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm just the place that people show up at to, uh-huh. to get a drink. Yeah. <laughs> then they pay me for it, I guess. <laughs> Sometimes I do. Sometimes. Sometimes. I feel like it's scary because I'm so afraid of imposing on people. Mm-hmm. And also, I have this just stupid fear of like oh my gosh my my sink is full of dishes they're gonna think that I live like yeah. a mess 24-7 yeah. which honestly no one cares right yeah. if oh, you yeah. have a messy yeah. house like no one even noticed except for yeah. yourself but it's just like this silly fear I used to get really upset with Lenny he'd be like oh I've invited 17 people over <laughs> later and I'm like when later dinner later how many? Any vegetarians? Any allergy? What did you, were you going to help me clean the house? When were you going to let me know about this? And I'm just like, lose it. Yeah. And then it was not enjoyable, honestly, because I would scramble and do and thin and then try to paint on a fake face, which any of you know, Lenny, you know, does not go over well. Like, he'd just genuinely rather I be in a blatantly horrible mood <laughs> than be like, pretend everybody. Pretend yeah. Yeah. Good today. I love you. Like, no, he's yeah. just like, just be a bitch, please. <laughs> um, you can excuse yourself. Yeah. But then you just, I just had to really die to that because I was like, that's not genuine. And yeah. it's true. Like, if I came over to someone's house and I was like, there's your underwear. That's, that's it. That's, yep. I don't okay. care. Like, super don't care. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And it is hard. I don't want to impose on anyone either. 
And I, I have been, like, I feel like trapped sometimes where I'm like, oh, come on in. Oh, this is a bad time. This is hard. And so that I never want to do that to anyone yeah. else. Make them yeah. feel like I got to stop what I wanted to do. But Sure. I just don't care. That's great. <laughs> I like it. I have to find out where you guys live. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Quite so. Quite so. Be careful on this. Because yeah, literally, like... will like, tell you off the podcast. Yes. Yeah. It's possible right. that dozens of people listen to this. It's literally tens of millions. Dozens of people. millions. No, we don't know about that one yet. Okay, I have to, after this, show you. Please do. A rock video. <laughs> it's another previous yeah. podcast, yeah. I can't help but think if someone tried to come over to our house at midnight, though, they would just knock. And because, especially now that we're in the basement, they would just knock. And <laughs> our dog would bark, probably. He'd be like, go to bed! Would he, though? He'd be so passed out, yeah. too. <laughs> All of us just <sighs> passed out on the bed. Yeah, that's... It'd be like, man, this is such a great idea. This could be so fun. And then just no one would ever come to the door. Yeah. (laughs) We need a doorbell. We French toast on your doorstep. (laughs) We tried. Yeah, right. Step in it when you walk outside. (laughs) Why would someone do this? (laughs) Guess you, you have listened to this podcast Mm -hmm. in the past. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What's that like? Um, <laughs> that, like, tell I us how cool we are. Really like listening to it. While, like I have some podcasts that I need to be able to like really really pay attention to, but that's not most of no. That's not really why I listen to podcasts. It's like something to enjoy while you're doing other things. And this podcast is like the most like me hanging out at the coffee shop, enjoying just like hearing you two banter while I like pretend to be reading a book because I'm not actually going to be able to read a book while I <laughs> listen to you banter but yeah it's just that like nice nice background yeah nice pretty, chill vibes pretty familiar for you too having <laughs> us talk about stuff over there it's great yeah feels like home but like somewhere else somewhere else <laughs> yeah wow. is there anything anybody any ideas I usually try to you know come to each episode with some thing that I've been kind of mulling over in my head. Is there anything, um, any ideas that you guys have been thinking about that you'd like to share to the group? If not, we can dive into a little bit of what uh, Lenny and I were talking about the other day. It's new and fresh with the Goldbergs. I saw a therapist for the first time today. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. So if you want to talk about therapists. Yeah. I'm in the know now. So. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that mental health is obviously very important, and I think it's important to talk about mm-hmm. therapy and seeking help and things yeah. like that because it's totally great and awesome. It does not mean that you are messed up and broken. Right. We are all messed up and broken. You're not unique and you're broken. Right. (laughs) We all are struggling. So I think it's really empowering to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was, I've been saying for probably like months to years that I need to see a therapist because 
like I said, we all struggle. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I need to see a therapist. I was telling all my friends, oh, I just really need to see a therapist. And they're like, well, <laughs> then do <Yeah>. it. <laughs> see a therapist. Yeah. Yeah. But I just got so intimidated because, um, well, when Gus and I were first married, Gus was seeing a therapist or a counselor or something. He was a therapist. A therapist. Yeah. And um, it was a positive experience, but I felt like I personally didn't really click with the therapist. And so I've had this like fear that I'm going to put in the work to find a therapist, show up, spill all my life out in front of them, and then... Just be like, oh, this. I don't like you. I don't like you. Like, <laughs> I want to find someone else and then do it all over again. Like, uh-huh. yeah. that just sounds exhausting. Yeah. But it's definitely not worth not going because of. But I had mm. a friend who was like, okay, you've been saying you need to see a therapist. I made a list of several therapists in your area and they have great experience. So contact one of them. So I did, and I saw a therapist today. All so, right. Good job. Pretty excited. Good for you. That's Thank great. you. And, yeah. and uh, what what's kind of like the first day of therapy kind of like? If well, like if I were to go, what what would I expect? Well, if you go to the same therapist I go to, what we did was <laughs> we had it's <laughs> great. So far, so good. But we had a consultation. And basically, she just, like, hears about why you are seeking therapy and, like, kind of what it is you want to work through. And it's kind of just a conversation to decide if you feel comfortable having that person as your therapist and, like, do you want to go further with this? Which definitely put me at ease because of the whole, like, stress about finding the right fit. Mm -hmm. And so I think... I don't know if that's normal. I've only been to one therapist, but yeah, I think that's probably what you do with most. Um, on that, so I saw, I went for like once a week for nine months, four years ago, um, like starting four years ago. And basically like the same thing at the start for me was like, I sat down with the guy I met with and he asked me like why I wanted to do it and I had like more intense emotional stuff that like really needed to be addressed right then whereas I think Macy is like this is a healthy choice that I need to be doing I was like I either need to do this or I like need to go to the hospital or something like um, I was not okay and yeah it was a really similar thing of like we sat down and chatted for an hour about like why I thought I needed it. And then he talked about kind of like his methodology. And from there it was like a lot of just like check in every week. And it felt like really slow moving to me for a while because I was like, we should have just fixed everything Mm, the first day. Why (laughs) is nothing happening yet? And then like, it was a lot of like more him teaching me how to recognize things in myself instead of like him telling me how to fix my problems and out of that then like a lot of healing but that was like month six or seven Mm -hmm. and then a couple months of like getting better at that and then it was like okay I think 
I should get to a point that I can like see a therapist once a month or something but I don't think that we like we need to continue in this way right now because uh-huh. um, you like gain tools and coping mechanisms yeah. that you are able to use <laughs> on your own yeah I thought for sure when I went that it would be because they kind of did this like he asked do you why are you you here what are you hoping to get out of this what are you so I had a very specific reason why I wanted to go Mm -hmm. and a very specific outcome I was expecting and it ended up being a lot like you're talking about guys just like oh we didn't he did not give me any solutions for the relationship that I wanted repaired Mm -hmm. it was like this mirror you know and like Mm -hmm well, how can I work on myself? And it was sneaky. It was months in before I realized I'm like, oh, we're working on me, Whoa. not the other person. <laughs> you know, I <laughs> Wait, what? It's hard work, though. Yeah. It's really hard work. And a lot of times I would come home and I would have, a, one of the reasons I had to stop for a while was because of how hard I was crying. Mm. And it was good. It was all good. I would come home and be like, it was awesome. It was so good. <laughs> like, but just like gut-wrenching work, you yes. know? And, um, and yeah, and then I was also pregnant with Felix and I was like headaches and pregnancy and I got to stop for a while. Well, actually I told my therapist, I can meet if you don't make me cry. And he was like, I'm not making you cry. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, yeah, but a little bit you are. (laughs) Maybe a little bit. (laughs) It was good. It ended up making that relationship that I went in and I was so bitter for better because I was better than, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. It wasn't Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Lenny. Wink, wink, I've wink. Been, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been super appreciative of all you guys <clears throat> this last week. I've had some sort of new, horrible mental state that I'm very un- ill-prepared for. And um, all, all of you guys have been just really huge supports and helped me talk through that and trying to just be support even when things don't feel okay to be the hope and encouragement that it's going to be and it doesn't have to be right now and that's been yeah that's been really weird because it's not at all my normal Mm. mode of operation and Mm. yeah it's been super challenging um but you guys have all been man more support than I could even have even have asked for anyway there's like something like liberating about like just talking about stuff you're just yeah. like putting yeah. it out there yes because you're like oh like i don't need to bother anybody with this or that it was like almost just like just getting it out letting like even even a hand either just like a handful of people like telling them the same thing even over and over again mm-hmm. but just putting it out there and being like yeah i don't know that's just coming to know it yourself yeah coming to know it yeah by talking about it with other people yeah. donald miller's book a million miles in a thousand years. I mm. uh, love the line in that race is the most important words are the, yeah, are not I love you, but me too. Mm-hmm. And just like that connection that comes with someone, someone can tell you that they love you and that's great. And you might not know what that actually means. Like I love tacos and I love you. Like, well, what is it? Right. Like, like tacos or like, is that different? But the link, like if someone says, you know, I'm, I'm really sad and I don't know how to not be sad and they're like oh man I've been there me too you know and they're like you know what what that means then you know and yeah or anything with that if they say me too 
you, they've had that same experience and that there's you can't you can't replace that with anything yeah. else and really important to find people in your community who can say me too yeah because otherwise you really I feel like the enemy really get, is able mm-hmm. to get a foothold mm-hmm. in that isolation like yep no one's ever gone through anything like this yeah. before you are completely alone and kind of a freak or something to that you effect should be you know ashamed. And yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I think empathy is like one of the most powerful things we can share with each other because just like you said like the enemy tells you these lies and until you are like brave enough to say like hey i'm struggling anyone else hello (laughs) and next thing you know there are like all these people popping up in your life who are like yeah i get it yeah and then you don't have to walk through it Mm -hmm. alone yeah that's the scariest part yeah and even like my sister and I, and I think it happens especially in relationships where you're really close, but she'll have a horrible day, a couple days or maybe a week and I'll be having a horrible time too, but I'll know she's having a bad time. So I'm like, well, I don't want to burden her with what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to try to be strong for her. And then I realize later we come together later and she's like, well, I was even holding back a little bit because I didn't want to tell you cause I see you having a hard time. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is we just isolate ourselves and it's okay to just have this giant pool of suck because it's like, that's how we help each other, you know? And yeah. and it's it's not great to stay swimming in that, but it's really good to just, like, air those grievances or get out the sadness that you went through and then be like, let's pray with each other and mm-hmm. let's let's have a better tomorrow, you know? Like, yeah. let's do that. And, and if it's not, then you come to each other again, you know? And yeah. um, listeners on the podcast, and also you guys all know our dear friends of ours lost their little boy, and it's just one of those things that I absentmindedly I'll say when I see my friend, I'll be like, hey, how's it going? Ah, I, I know how yeah. it's going. This is the worst, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's the first summer without him. And I have sweaty, smelly little boys that you wish you had yeah. so much. And I, you know, and it just keeps hitting really raw. But um, just recently she was able to process with me that she had a really good day, you know? And I was like, oh man, that's so encouraging. And it was because I shared with her the sorrow I was going through mm. asked her to pray for me, but I had been guarding myself for so long mm-hmm. yeah. to protect her feelings yeah. to, you know, like how could anything I share, I hold right. a candle to what she's going through. And when we compare our grief like that or anything, our marriage, if we're like, my marriage doesn't look like theirs, my, you know, relationship with my mom doesn't look like hers. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk to them about that. It just, mm-hmm. it just limits our ability to love each other and grow through stuff. And, yeah, so in and it's just such a cool idea that like in our weakness he is made strong. Like that God is shows his strength through our weaknesses and like yeah, it's just cool. Yeah. It's good. I think it is like so I don't know if exciting is the right word, but just like it feels so stinking good to say out loud hey, I'm struggling with such and such, and knowing that you are, like, ripping that power back from the enemy, from Satan himself, and being like, you don't have power over that anymore. Yeah. Now, I get to share that with my community, and you can't hold that over me anymore. Yeah. Because I've been through situations, not going into great detail, but I've been struggling with things, so I was so ashamed to share with people. Yeah. And so I struggled with these things for, like, years by myself, just, like, not wanting to tell anyone. And I finally told 
my best friend, turns out she was struggling with the yeah. same thing for yeah. all the same years. And yeah. it's like we could have just, like, mm-hmm. helped each other through that. Oh, yeah. I wonder, too, you, you said, like, <clears throat> with, with your friend, um, that she was able to, like, you asking her to pray for you mm-hmm. is almost like one of the best gifts that you could give her at this time right, right now. Right. And even like Lenny, like you being in your weakness, but like like me being able to step in and be something in your life gives me it's like yeah. oh I have a purpose <clears throat> in my life to yeah. to not just like work on myself, but to look out for those around me and, yeah. and see what in what unique way can I yeah. step in and do something. So I've been appreciative of the chance yeah. to do that. I'm sorry that you're... No. What the, <laughs> we've actually talked about that a few times, yeah, just here at the house, too. Just, like, mm-hmm. it's okay being the one that needs the help, and it gives other people a blessing to mm-hmm. be helpers, you know? And I was just saying today, sorry if I cry, I'm already feeling it, but just this fear you have or, like, this, the anxiety or the panic that's, like, I'm sorry. Am I being too much? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I just, I feel like that more times than not, but I was able to break through recently in this weird shift in, in our relationship. But like, and I was realizing, oh, it's not a burden to love you. It's not a burden to take care of you. Mm -hmm. I'm not frustrated that you're going through this. And I just felt like this total peace come over me where I was like, oh, all those times I felt like I was, I wasn't. Mm -hmm. And I know that the next time I have to walk through that, I'll have that much more strength yeah. behind it because for the first time in our marriage, I was able to like <laughs> hug you and say, I'm, you know, you're not a burden. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I care very much what you're going through, but I'm honored to help you through this and to be a constant in this trial, you know? And we feel that, I feel that for you. And then like with my friend, it's like she felt this, yeah, just this gratitude to be able to help me through that. Mm-hmm. You felt gratitude. You felt honor to come and pray for Lenny. And, like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't we share these burdens with each other? Because it only makes it that much lighter for all of us, you know? Yeah. And, like, yeah. super, super encouraging, you know? And such an, uh, like an intimate honor, mm-hmm. you know, to be like, oh, that you would trust me with that. Wow, you know, trust, yes. with, trust with the vulnerability. Yeah, yeah that must be hard for you to share that with me because yeah. I've been there too. And wow, thank you. You yes. know, and like, yeah. I don't know if this is too much to share, but when you texted Gus and said like, "Hey, could you pray for Lenny?" Gus was like, "I feel like, like I feel cared for that she texted me and asked me to pray for Lenny. Yeah. Like, yeah. it feels good. Yeah, it does. I felt the same before. I've mm-hmm. thought." Did they send the right message? Was that, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, I don't feel, okay, great, you okay. know, yeah. but of course we're all qualified to pray yeah. for each other, you know, mm-hmm. but like, it can feel like this, okay, all right, you know, I guess mm-hmm. let's do this. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I feel interested in knowing what you guys think about if you're able to prepare for like depression and anxiety like like for Gus and I we kind of we kind of deal with it like consistently (laughs) like that's just kind of the type of people we are 
And so we can do things to be like making sure we're in a healthy state. But for Lenny, like that's not something that you normally deal with. Do you think there is a way to prepare for something like this? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. This was a bolt from the blue. Yeah, it really, it really was. was. Yeah. You should have. I want to know what you guys do. <laughs> but, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it was such a shock to be in so many different emotional states so quickly because mm-hmm. that is not my how I function at all and so it was very jarring and very upsetting to be in my body and not be used to how it's reacting or how my brain is thinking through things and yeah I don't know how even like hearing other people's stories I don't like still wasn't like ready to experience it yeah Mm -hmm. myself but yeah I feel like it's gotta be like hearing about people talk about like breaking a bone and it's like, man, that's yeah. terrible. That yeah. sounds awful. That sounds really terrible. And then, like, breaking a bone for the first time, it's like, oh my gosh, this is yeah. terrible. Yeah, right? <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah, there's just no way that... Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I think you can do everything you can do to, you know, take care of your mental health, to make sure that you're in a good place. But it's, you know, it doesn't just I don't know what I'm trying to say like I think knowing about this is like you know we learn about things and we know them in our head but we haven't taken them into our body mm-hmm. or and like yeah. you know to know something intellectually versus knowing it existentially yeah. Yeah. in your being is I think two separate things that always always uh catches me off guard of like oh my god it's so much more real than I I could even think it was yeah yeah I don't know how you guys do for you individually or like as a couple like if you're good and he's not or vice versa do you have things you you know bless the other person with or help prepare for them or things like that I think that we're pretty different in how we deal with our emotions. Sidebar, do you know your Enneagram number? Yes. What are you? I am a four wing yes. three. Yes, you are. Okay. Yes. Was it one wing one nine? One wing nine. Okay, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you're very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very <laughs> different. And like I was talking about earlier, when we first got married, Gus was de- dealing with some really heavy depression. Mm-hmm. And that was hard to watch as a spouse. And our marriage was so new that we didn't really know each other's way of coping with those kinds of things or working through those kinds of things. So that was a struggle. But I think we've learned that, like, Gus needs, like, affirmation. He needs me to say, like, you're doing a great job. You're okay. Mm -hmm. I'm here for you. And, like, a hug. (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's that about sums up what Gus needs. What do you think I need? I feel like just a lot of time together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like just a long time together, and it at first was really hard for me to help her because I would panic and be like, 
It's not working. She's like, you're beautiful, you're perfect, I love you, Mm -hmm. nothing you do is wrong. I'm like, that's that's not helpful to me. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So now it's a lot of, like, long time just in silence and just being sad and having it (laughs) be okay. And, yeah. yeah. Fours are so cool that way, I think, in being the most comfortable Mm. with being sad. Yeah. Like, don't try to make me happy. I'm fine right here. I'm super sad. Let's just sit in it, you know? Yeah. You're four, too, aren't you, Tyler? I think so. I think you you are. If you had to be labeled such. Also, fours (laughs) are the main ones that don't like to be labeled. If you're fighting it a little bit, it kind of seems like. Yeah, I do. When I, like, read the things on Instagram, I'm like, I don't identify with that. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Yeah. I have a list on my phone um, for, it's just, it just says things I can do. Mm. Um, Because I sometimes feel like I can't do anything, I can't do anything. And um, it's like the can is, like, all capitalized because I'm like, I can do. And I have a list of 14 things that I'm like, okay, I'll just check them all off. Mm -hmm. And if at the end of it, I'm still unable to cope. I can start back over and see if the second round through will help. And I've never had to go through the whole list twice. Mm. Um, But it's it's interesting because it's not um, something Lenny's ever had to have a list on his phone that helps him cope through something, you know. And so I feel uniquely advantaged to kind of guide you through this. (laughs) And it gives me so much more empathy to... Yeah. her mental states and the people around me that have gone through this and yeah thanks so, so excited to be able to <laughs> join the club welcome to the club <laughs> no it sucks and I I mean yeah but at the same time you don't want I don't want to wish that this never happened to you right you know yeah. it is like all the all of the pain and all the walls we have to break yeah. through are to be used for God's glory. You know, mm-hmm. they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are. They all do have a purpose. Yeah. And that's kind of, I think, our great purpose. I think it should be, is that how can I let someone go weather the same storm I went through the same way if I know how to do it better, yeah. you know? And, like, or I know how to help them or at least come alongside them. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, that's my main reason I'm a postpartum doula mm-hmm. is is for that per, that reason. And so... Being able to, I just said on Saturday, right, a week ago, I guess, I said um, to a mom who's struggling, almost the exact same story as me, mm-hmm. went through all the things, and anyway, and it was it was so beautiful to be able to help her the way that I could, but I came home, and I grabbed Emmett, and I just said, I know you don't always remember this, but the way that we struggled when you were first brought into this world made somebody's life a lot better today. Mm. And he just hugged me and we snug, you know, but <laughs> it just is really, it's hard because I would never pick it for him again, yeah. which is super selfish, you know, because then I know the dozens of women who yeah. wouldn't be helped. But but because I did, it's like, it's my duty. It's all of our mm-hmm. honor to be able to do it better for somebody else, you yeah. know, so... Yeah. That's why I think it's so important to not be afraid to share the ways you struggle, to share your faults, because it's like, if my friend is struggling with the same thing and I would have chosen to keep that to myself, then my friend has to walk through that alone when if I was just 
I don't know, brave or humble or, you know, enough to just be like, yeah, I'm struggling. And how many more people can you help through that than like pretending that you just have it all together? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's so scary to take that first vulnerable step, Mm -hmm. but I don't think I've ever been left hanging, Yeah, you know, not at least not for very long if Mm -hmm. I have been where, you know, and it generally is that like super specific like real real like this is the sin that I committed you know like or this is my addiction Mm -hmm. or this is my I constantly am doing this and I need to always repent or I need help or I need like somebody else is like she said it you know like she did it or like you know and it's like I can't believe you said that because I've been too afraid to say it for so long countless women I know I've talked Mm -hmm. to and it's like I thought I was completely alone or I've never met another woman who, and I'm like, can I just tell you like every woman I've talked to has said that. So this is this huge lie. Yes. (laughs) It's crazy. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. For real. (laughs) Man, I have just really loved this conversation. It's a heavy one. It's good though. Thank you guys for coming over again and just helping support me through whatever my brain's trying to do to me. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff like this definitely helps, helps lighten the load and helps a lot. Mm -hmm. Let's, do you guys have any closing thoughts before we sign off? I, like, and I'm fine to keep talking once we hit, once we end this here Mm -hmm. too. But I, I don't like know if in the background noise anyone will be able to hear, but I haven't put my children to sleep yet. <laughs> <laughs> so it might be a good time to stop. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. I love you all. Love you too. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. Now it's epic. Did it? Playing Minecraft. Maniacally laughing. All right, everybody. Uh, Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. And be good to yourselves. Bye. Bye.